It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. You are Locked On Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. From the G Family Performance Center in Edmond, Oklahoma on a Saturday night, welcome to another episode of the Locked On Thunder podcast. I am your gracious and humble host, Derek G, saying thank you so much for making us a part of your weekend. The weekend episode is finally here. We finally cranked out our fifth episode of the week. I feel very good about it. It was a hectic week, and uh, now we're producing episode number five. So I hope you enjoy it. We'll get to everything we need to get to in less than half an hour today, and we have got a lot to talk about, especially with some big news in the NBA. Joe Kim Noah being waived and stretched by the New York Knicks in segment number three. I'll tell you why that's important. It may not seem like that big a deal, but the Knicks are really setting themselves up to be a player and why they might actually finally be attractive to some free agents. That'll come up in segment number three. And you know what? While we're tracking backwards in segment number two, I will tell you why the MVP race should be a lot more wide open than what it's going to be this year and why Russell Westbrook is damned if he does and damned if he doesn't and what ultimately hurts him in the MVP race this year and why Russell Westbrook won't win it, but who your possible candidates are and ultimately who walks away with that prize And then in segment number one, we'll start things off talking about Terrence Ferguson answering things the politically correct way, but not necessarily the right way. It's all right here on the Locked on Thunder podcast. I'm Eric G. I work for 1340 The Game in Oklahoma City and also News Radio 1000 KTOK. A week from Sunday, I will start my sixth season of covering Oklahoma City Thunder basketball And it's been an absolute trip and treat over the last few years to get to cover this organization because they bring a lot of people joy. There's been a lot of great moments and they give us a lot to talk about. And the majority of it is good. And even when it's not good, it still pretty much comes back to on the court. And wow, would you know it, man? Tuesday night, it all tips off as OKC goes out west to take on GSW. And I will just say right now, Tuesday's episode could have a hard R rating because Golden State does bring out the worst in me. I will try and keep it clean, but I will make no promises because the closer we get to that game, the more I can start to feel the blood boil. Because I would just love nothing more, especially without Russell Westbrook, for OKC to go out there with Dennis Schroeder and stick it to those guys on the night that they get their ring. That being said, if you like what you hear, please go to LockedOnThunder.com. Check out all our archive podcasts or subscribe via iTunes, and all the other great podcasts on the Locked On Podcast Network are fantastic with some great hosts. You should check those out as well. Here we go. Terrence Ferguson interviewed in The Athletic by Brett Dawson, and um, as usual, good work by The Athletic, good work by Brett Dawson. If you haven't ever read an interview in The Athletic, they do it in the form of what Playboy used to do and what Rolling Stone used to do, meaning... You get the question, and then you get the answer. 
And I said this on Locked On Sooners. I think the Playboy interviews are in a hardbound book now. So if you've ever felt skivvy about buying the magazine or you just didn't want to buy it and let your wife know, I highly recommend you go out and read some of those interviews. I think they're good. And again, reading them when you're 18 and a journalism student, they all sound good because Playboy is interviewing big names. But it might just be a bunch of softball questions. So I don't want to set you up to buy something that... um, is garbage, but maybe you find it online on eBay and get it for a cheap price. All right, I digress. And Rolling Stone, much the same way. But Terrence Ferguson was asked, does it matter to him if he is a starter while Andre Robertson is out? And it should be noted real quick that Terrence Ferguson is still in concussion concussion protocol, as is the time that that article was written. So Hamadou Diallo could be the guy that starts for Oklahoma City Tuesday night against Golden State. But when Ferguson was asked this question, he said it didn't matter to him, which is the politically correct thing to say. And and, and it's it's the total thunder thing to say. Be the complete selfless team player. But that's not what I want to hear as a fan. Not out of my second year two guard. I want to hear, yes, it matters to me. Yes, I want to be a starter. Or you could answer it the Billy Donovan way, saying, no, it doesn't really matter to me that I'm a starter as long as I am getting the bulk of the minutes at the two while Andre Robertson is out. That doesn't make you any less of a team player. That doesn't mean that you are not going to sit your teammates up to do good and you're not going to sacrifice to do what's in the best for the team. It means that you have a goal. And being selfish gets a bad rap because in order to make it to where you are playing in the NBA, you've got to be selfish to some extent. You had to be selfish along the way. You had to do things that would benefit you and not necessarily benefit those around you. And that's how one becomes an NBA star. That's just the bottom line. And that's where I would like to see a guy like Terrence Ferguson take a little bit more after Russell Westbrook. Because people can complain that Russell Westbrook is selfish, but Russell Westbrook does work, and Russell Westbrook ultimately makes his team better because he's selfish. Complain about the triple-doubles all you want, etc. But this is where Terrence Ferguson had an opportunity to step up and show me that he has desire to be in that starting role, or at least has the desire to be a major part of this team, And even though he's still learning and kind of has that aw shucks thing about him, if he were to just come out and say, nah, yeah, I want to play the bulk of the minutes or I want to start, that means a lot to me. I would have no problem with that. In fact, I would respect him more if he went that way. And I love it when athletes get bold and make bold statements, not just about playing time and goals or anything like that. But when athletes step up and say, we're going to accomplish this, we're going to win, I'm going to do this, I love it. Because that means you have supreme confidence in yourself. That's you betting on yourself, which most successful athletes do throughout their career. It was good for Terrence Ferguson to probably say what he did. It's going to sit well with the organization. It'll probably sit well with his teammates. But there's nothing wrong with a young man saying that he wants more out of his career. And if Terrence Ferguson did that, I'd be A-OK with it. So Terrence, just remember that the next time you get interviewed. There's nothing wrong with speaking your mind, even though that is completely 
anti-Thunder as we get ready for this game coming up on Tuesday night. Mentally, I do wonder where the Thunder are. And that's because the team that I saw in the first quarter against Milwaukee on Saturday in their last preseason game, at times, well, for a lot of that for a lot of that first quarter, they look, looked like they just didn't care. Looked like they didn't want to play defense. Didn't look like they wanted to give effort. And at least you've got a couple of days to really get that all out of your head, all out of your system, and get the opportunity to, to, to sort of gather yourself. But if Oklahoma City is going to be successful, which there's no reason they shouldn't, even with Russell Westbrook and Andre Robertson being out, you got to start this year off with a head of steam. And you have to start this year off with a little bit of a chip on your shoulder and playing desperate, for lack of a better term. Yeah, Dennis Schroeder looks like he fits in seamlessly, but he's not Russell Westbrook. And who is ever filling that two-guard spot, be it Hamadou Diallo, Timothy Luwakabaro, Terrence Ferguson, they're not Andre Robertson. So now you've got to, everybody has to have that mentality of playing a little bit above their head because somebody else is out. And for Dennis Schroeder, this is an opportunity to prove not just to the Oklahoma City Thunder that you're a valuable piece, but this is an opportunity to announce to everybody in the NBA that while Trey Young may be the future of the Atlanta Hawks, the Hawks shouldn't give it up on him and somebody else should have taken a shot and Oklahoma City is benefiting from him being here. Go go into this season angry. That's what I want to see on Monday night is just an angry Thunder team. And I look, Golden State should certainly add to their motivation because historically Golden State has. But even if it wasn't Golden State, even if you're opening up with a Minnesota Timberwolves team who is completely in disarray, or as Kevin Garnett liked to say, a blank show, I'd still want to see you go out and play a little angry. Steven Adams, I did want to mention this. Um, if you are listening to this podcast before Sunday, Steven Adams is going to do a book signing here in Oklahoma City at uh, one of the Barnes & Nobles. I think it's on May. It's close, May and Northwest Expressway. I think, it, I think it's where it's at. Don't quote me on the exact address, but it's out there on the internet if you want to go. This is just, that. that is just day one of the season of Steven Adams. Signing books, telling people all about his biography. And if you haven't had the opportunity to engage with Steven Adams, I recommend it. Um, he is not hes not a bad talker at all. Now, it's not Carmelo Anthony. It's not Raymond Felton. And I believe everybody should visit with them a half an hour in their life before you die. But Steven Adams, he'll be very good in public. If you have kids, he'll be great with them. And if you're a fan, he'll be more than willing to talk to you. This is a guy that won't be just doing this strictly out of obligation. He's a guy that actually enjoys getting an opportunity to mingle with people. Maybe not always the media, but then again, we're asking questions and shoving microphones in his face and wanting to know answers from tough questions sometimes. But if you ever wanted to meet anybody on the Thunder, I would say go out this weekend and have an opportunity to meet Stephen Adams. Uh, You definitely won't regret it. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast. I am Eric G. Coming up on the Locked on Thunder podcast, coming up next, why the MVP race should be more open than what it's going to be and what ultimately hurts Russell Westbrook. We get to that on LOT.
We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Hope you're enjoying today's podcast. I'm Eric G. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast. We've got episodes of Locked on Sooners out now as well. We did two episodes of Locked on Thunder yesterday and two episodes of Locked on Sooners. And all that can be had at iTunes, at Locked on Sports, at Stitcher, at Spotify, Alexa, and Google. So go find it. Go find all the Locked on podcasts you can get your hands on and uh, start binge listening. Binge listen from now until the beginning of the season, and then listen every day as we do a brand new show every day on the Locked On Podcast Network. Uh, this week being somewhat of an exception, we had to double up in some places due to some family issues, but I thank you so much for uh, listening and your patronage to this show and to uh, the other podcast on the Locked On Podcast Network. Giannis Antetokounmpo, we were robbed. We were robbed in Oklahoma City of seeing Giannis Antetokounmpo get a triple-double in 25 minutes in his last preseason game because he set out the the non-regular starters, or I guess the uh, bench players ended up starting. That's the better way to put it. And then he goes off in his last preseason game against the Timberwolves. Um, Congratulations to Giannis. And this is a year that Giannis should really make his mark as a possible MVP candidate this year, especially if the Bucs are a player. If Giannis goes out and performs the way that he can and the Bucs finish third in the East, a conference that people say is pretty much already conceded to the Celtics or maybe the Philadelphia 76ers, there is some talk about maybe the Wizards sneaking in there. If the Bucs perform up to their potential, then there's no reason Giannis shouldn't be a legitimate MVP candidate this year. And when you think about all the other MVP candidates, this season, that should be wide open. Giannis Antetokounmpo, one of those guys. James Harden for the Houston Rockets. Chris Paul should probably have his opportunity this year if the Rockets perform and end up getting first place in the West. There's Kevin Durant. Yeah, I yeah I know. I, I can hear you booing his. But Kevin Durant, Steph Curry should have opportunities at that this year and get serious consideration. And then there's Russ. And Russ is damned if he does, damned if he doesn't. There's a couple of things hurting Russ. One, how soon does he get back on the court from the injury? And what's going to happen in that situation if Russell Westbrook is a little late getting back or later getting back than what we thought? And think about it if you're the Thunder. Schroeder's playing well. Team's winning. You don't really need Russ to come back in a hurry because you're not worried about seeding for the first month, month and a half of the season, and you want him 100% healthy, that is the right thing to do for the team. But for Russell Westbrook's MVP candidacy, that hurts him. Russ comes back. If he averages a triple-double, remember what we said in segment number one about being selfish? Well, now all of a sudden, Russell Westbrook, he's selfish, and why all of it? Why, uh, you know, he's out there he's just being a stat whore. Okay, it's not the truth, but that's what people will say. And 
if Russ decides that he's not going to be selfish and starts conceding some last-second shots to Paul George and starts getting more and people more people involved with the offense, then all of a sudden you see Russell Westbrook's numbers shrink. Maybe the assist numbers go up, but points and rebounds shrink. Then now all of a sudden, well, he's not as impressive. He took a step back. Well, no, he just didn't take a step back. He just changed his game. Changed his game to the way you wanted him to change his game, and now you penalize him for it. Russ is just always going to be in a bad situation. Fortunately for Russ, he already has his MVP award. And that's there. It's in cement. For Russ to get another one, I'm really not sure what he can do. I'm not sure that there's anything Russell Westbrook can do without upsetting his critics. Because it's either he's not getting enough points, he's not getting enough assists, or he's not getting enough rebounds, he's not the triple-double king that we thought, and oh, we're looking at the knee, and we know Russell Westbrook isn't the player that he used to be, or he's just hoarding up on numbers, and he's not a team player. So in a year where the MVP should be wide open, unfortunately, I don't think Russ has a chance in hell of winning it, and unfortunately, all these other guys that I talked about. And what should be one of the most interesting, closely watched MVP races that we should have in a long time in the NBA, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be LeBron James. If the Lakers finish sixth or higher, bet your butt that LeBron James is going to win. Just go bet the house. Go on uh, mybookie.com, which is the sponsor here of the Locked On Podcast Network, and bet on LeBron James. Six or above, and he's done. Because at first it was, well, Russell Westbrook's having a historic year. You can't really ignore that. Let's give it to him. And then I think there's a lot of voters that felt like James Harden should have won it the year that Russ did. And they said, well, James is having another great year. He didn't get it last year. Russ had all the tri- Russ had the triple doubles. So we'll give it to James. Or we'll give it to James Harden. And there was a little bit of fatigue there for LeBron James. And now he's become the talk of the summer with him going to Los Angeles. And I, I, I a lot of times the MVP race and the Heisman race... They're sort of popular, they're they're just, in a sense, they're popularity contests. And LeBron being LeBron, and the Lakers being the Lakers, that's a match made in heaven for all the individual awards you want to stock up on here for the next four or five years. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast. I'm Eric G. Hey, if you'd like to see LeBron James when he's in town and like to see him play against Russell Westbrook or anybody else for the Thunder, just go to vividseats.com or download the app for your phone, click on it, And boom, it's all right there. All the events in that area, vividseats.com. Their seats are 100% guaranteed because they want you to have a great experience. This isn't just an online ticket marketplace. Well, I mean, it is an online ticket marketplace, but what they want more than anything is for you to be a return customer. So do so at vividseats.com. And if you're a brand new customer, like you've never bought for Vivid Seats before, enter the promo code Locked On, and we'll give you $20 off your first purchase of $200 or more. That's VividSeats.com, a proud sponsor of the Locked On Podcast Network. Coming up next, I'll tell you why the New York Knicks waving Joe Kim Noah is a big darn deal. It's all right here on Locked On Thunder. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. 
Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are listening to the Locked On Thunder podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Producing the entire show tonight from the uh, G Family Performance Center. Thank you so much for listening. Whenever you're listening, we're doing this show on Saturday night, but if you're listening on Sunday or Monday, I thank you. And especially if you're one of our overnight listeners. Like we always tweet out at lockedonthunder.com. We always try and tweet out during the overnight. Um, I, I kind of tweet it out like it's an overnight show. I really thank you uh, for staying up and listening then. And I think Thunder and Lightning for stocking up. And uh, we've got all sorts of things going on in this. I mean, and, and I'm just, I'm happy to be kind of part of the uh, Thunder podcast family in some respects. So if you've listened to the show and you've grown to like it over the last year or so, thank you. Thank you very much. It's been a lot of fun doing it. And uh, hopefully I'll be doing it for a while because I really enjoy talking Oklahoma City Thunder basketball and OU football. That's why we've got Locked On Sooners. And it's all part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Ha! Ah, Joe Kim Noah. <laughs> Dude gets waved. And at first you might be thinking, okay, who cares? So the Knicks wave and stretch Joe Kim Noah. What's, what, what's the big darn deal with that? Well, the big darn deal is simply this. If the Knicks do not give Chris Stapp's Porzingis a rookie extension this month, and the exact date on that is October 15th, so two days from now, two days as of when this podcast is being recorded, if the Knicks don't give Porzingis that rookie extension, then they have $31 million to play with when free agency comes around at the end of this season. Say it again, $31 million in cap space next year to go out and sign guys, which makes the Knicks a player. And that's all they've wanted to be now for the last, well, ever since Patrick Ewing and that crew left. They've always just wanted to be a player and have the opportunity to go out and attract free agents. Kyrie Irving may have said that he's staying in Boston right now, and that could be his intention. But if for some reason the season goes awry, he's not getting along with people, New York starts to look real attractive. Kevin Durant would have an opportunity, if he went to New York, to be the unquestioned star, even if Kyrie and Chris Stapps were there. And yes, Chris Stapps probably a little bit more favored by friends, but New York, as a, as a whole, the New York sports fans love their free agents. They really do a great job of embracing them. Just ask anyone that's ever played for the Yankees or the Mets. Um, A-Rod being an exception to that because Jeter was one of those rare homegrown talents who was a Yankee his entire life, and A-Rod could never get over that. The Knicks are going to be very attractive. But the problem with the Knicks is is they just have this, this knack of screwing things up. And that's what I am most interested in seeing a year from now is what the Knicks roster looks like and if what they're selling is is anything that players are buying at this time whether it's Kevin Durant whether it's you know whether it's Irving whether it's 
you know, somebody else, maybe Clay Thompson. I, I would like to see if anybody is buying the Knicks, having an opportunity to be anything more than just a great name that plays in a historic building that has a lot of pizzazz to it, but ultimately doesn't doesn't leave you with with that great of a feeling. It's like a Chinese buffet. You go, you eat, you stock up on it, you eat a lot, then afterwards, you either don't feel really good about yourself or you're still hungry. That's what the New York Knicks are right now. And they have to get to a point where they're actual contenders and not just somebody that we're talking about every year saying, oh, well, people can be attractive. It's sort of believe it when I see it. There's a lot of money there, but will you have the opportunity to spend it wisely if you are New York? And as for Oklahoma City, I got to think that OKC's out of the Jimmy Butler sweepstakes and with all the with all the drama going on around Jimmy Butler, it's probably something that scares off Sam Presti. That being said... Sam has done some things that are pretty atypical from him for him over the last couple of years, so I'm still not ruling anything out. And if I were to wake up tomorrow morning and find out that the Thunder had traded for Jimmy Butler, I wouldn't be that surprised. I'd be doing backflips, but I wouldn't be that surprised. Don't think it's going to happen, but I don't ever put anything past Sam Presti. That wraps up this episode of the Locked on Thunder podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. Get ready for Tuesday. We got some good old-fashioned GSW hate coming for you the next couple of days. I'll I'll see if I can't put a new spin on that. I always tend to find a way, but I'll, I'll see if I can't cook up something a little extra for you. And until we meet again, which will be sometime on Monday, this is Eric G saying, everybody love everybody and peace, love, and thunder up. You are Locked On Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.